What's going on guys? Welcome to day 852 billion of quarantine. Maybe it feels that way. I'm really excited for today's episode because, you know, it's been a little bit of time here in quarantine and I uh, was looking at a Google, my, I got a Google notification and uh, the word diets was up trending um, for my Google alert, 45% from where it usually is at this time of year. And just to remind you, it's like right about before summer, so it's a very popular time of year to begin with. So up 45% from where it normally is. And, you know, we've had a lot of time in quarantine and our, I, I couldn't sleep the other night. So I, I went, because what else am I doing? I went through um, our, all of our active clients and we have hundreds of active clients. And I wanted to see how many of them were seeing results, how many of them were getting healthier, how many of them were actually able to lose weight in quarantine. And 85% of our clients are have been losing weight in quarantine, which is insane. So I was looking at my clients in particular, and I chatted with some of my nutritionistas, and we found that there were a lot of amazing lessons that people were learning and taking away from this quarantine. So I wanted to share them with you because, look, we're going through this one way or another anyway. If you can come out of it with some amazing lessons learned and a silver lining in it, it's better than not, right? If we're going to go through it, might as well find the positives. So I wanted to share a few really interesting points, you know, that my clients have kind of learned, that we've learned, and hopefully you can, you know, incorporate those into your life and start sharing them right away. And for more tips like this, follow us on the Insta at Nutrishmish, that's N-U-T-R-I-S-H-M-I-S-H. Give us a follow because we're posting fun tips and things like this all the time. All right, so... Here is number one. This is a very interesting kind of analogy. So you guys, you know, and if you're watching this, you know, if you're listening to this in real time, uh, you know that we've been in quarantine for a long time right now. And let's just say hypothetically, for whatever reason, the government was like, guess what? JK, it's all a joke. You know, we're, we're back to normal. You know, you can go outside, you can go to the bars, you can go to the restaurants, everybody's good. How packed would every bar, every restaurant, every beach, every everything be? It would be packed, packed, packed beyond belief. And the reason it would be packed beyond belief is because we were restricted from going to these places for such a long time. Now, if we weren't in quarantine and it was like a random Thursday or a random Friday or a random day, I might go out, I might not go out, you know, take it or leave it. But if I have been in quarantine for months and this is my first opportunity where I'm allowed to go out, you bet your booty I am going out and, and never coming home, right? So what's interesting is you could see in this little interesting social situation, restriction breeds overindulging. Restriction breeds overdoing it. If we were allowed and it was safe to go out right now, every single person would be running for the bars, they'd be running for the restaurants, they'd been running out because we've been restricted. Versus if it were a random Tuesday, a random Thursday, a random day, you know, some people would, some people wouldn't. There wouldn't be any sense of urgency to because you can anytime, anywhere. It's not necessarily special. So what's my point? Now, when you're trying to lose weight, what is the number one thing that people do? They restrict, right? You're like, I'm not eating carbs. I'm not eating cake. I'm not having alcohol. I'm not doing any of these things. And then what ends up happening is you end up overdoing it because whatever you're restricted, it breeds overindulgence, which is crazy. So this is just one little like, you know, something that has nothing to do with nutrition, but it, the concept is there. And, you know, when you're trying to really create good habits and you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to keep it off, you have to work with human nature. You have to work with the science of your own brain and how humans work. And whenever humans tend to feel restricted, they tend to overdo it. So it's not about restricting. It's just about, you know, um, 
finding a balance. Uh, you know, I did a I did a little uh, Instagram story, you know, about uh, secrets of nutritionists, and one secret that all of you should know and need to hear is that none of us eat perfectly. And if you talk to a nutritionist that tells you that she or he eats perfectly, they're lying to you. <laughs> you don't have to eat perfectly to you know see your results, but maybe take a look at how much you know unhealthy food and how much entertainment food you're having and maybe cut it back a little bit but it doesn't have to be so restrictive because whenever you feel restricted eventually it breeds overindulgence and that's the uh, philosophy behind almost every diet program out there so there's a difference between losing weight right any diet will work as far as weight loss goes it's really more about um, are you able to be in a position where it's going to stay off and when you're manipulating your weight the stat is 95% of people will gain it back within a year, which is dieting. If you're trying to change your habits, it's much different, right? So make sure that you're not going into anything with a restrictive kind of mindset or a restrictive, you know, whatever. Um, it, it doesn't work long term. So that's tip number one and interesting kind of uh, parallel to quarantine because you can really understand what that feels like and think about it a little bit differently. So your little action item there is, you know, maybe jot down all of the things that you're eating that aren't the healthiest, right? So basically anything that doesn't have nutritional value, easy place to start. Let's say when you get to the end of the week and just be honest on it, this is just for you. No one's looking at this, right? So at the end of, of the week, let's say, let's be dramatic. Let's say there's 45 things on there, right? So 45 things that aren't healthy. Now get back to 35 for the next week, right? And you're guaranteed to see results that way because it's better than your body's used to. Don't restrict. If you go from 45 to zero, it's never going to stick. It's not a natural progression. All right. So that's quarantine lesson number one. All right, cool. Number two, I would take this opportunity to hone your skills down, all right? So when I was growing up, my mom didn't work, right? And she's Italian. So I thought cooking was this like six hour ordeal and I wanted no part of it for the longest time. But eventually I realized that you don't have to make it a 12 hour ordeal. It could be very simple. But to start to learn how to cook or to start to learn new recipes or to start to implement, you know, a, a habit when, you know, a lot of craziness is going on. It's so much more difficult than when things are kind of common still. And I know that we're saying things are common still, but a lot of you have kids at home, a lot of you are homeschooling, a lot of you are doing these other things, but your, your focus is at home right now. You know, we're saving some time with the commute, we're saving some time with you know, when you're at work, you know, being just focused on work, this is a good time to implement some habits. And when you're when you're implementing some new habits, you know, be it like learning new recipes or you're learning to cook or, you know, just getting into a good routine as far as like your meal prepping habits go. Um, my routine, which I'm going to do another episode about, I'm going to post my whole entire meal prep routine. I hate the fact that sometimes like when I first started meal prepping, it took me like a whole Sunday and I was so annoyed about it. You have to refine it down to a point where it doesn't take too much time. But to do that with commuting and working and parenting and all this other stuff, it's a lot more complicated. If you could do it when things are a little bit more still and a little bit more quiet, it makes it very easy. And then when we add in that, all right, now you know we have to go back to the office. Now we you know are going out to eat more. Now we're doing all this stuff. When we add the the normal kind of chaos of life back into it, you already have a nice stable foundation with that skill. So it's not going to be hard to transfer over. It's very similar to learning how to ride your bike with training wheels. So you learn how to ride your bike with training wheels. You kind of understand what it feels like, and then you take the training wheels off. And it's so much easier to do that than go from walking and never having ridden a bike before to riding a two-wheeler, right? Now, fun fact, I don't know how to ride a bike, but 
I know, isn't that sad? But <laughs> I want to comment for anybody listening who doesn't know how to ride a bike. I found a few adults who don't know how. But you guys get the analogy. That's my understanding of it. Okay, so if you can get into some good foundational habits now, they're going to be so much easier to transfer over once kind of quarantine is over and once we add some of the chaoses of life back into it. All right, so think about, all right, do I want to learn some new recipes? Do I want to refine my meal prepping process? Do I want to um, come up with some easy kind of plan B meals that I could throw together when, you know, we do have 100 sports and I'm, you know, going crazy? Do I want to try to, you know, get in the habit of, of just tracking my food to see what I'm eating? You know, do I want to try to develop a good relationship with the skit? Whatever it is, figure out what your thing is and do it now when things are a little bit more still. And once things get a little bit more crazy and we add some of the chaos back into it, you'll have a much, much stronger foundation. And my last little tip here is get yourself into a really solid routine. Pick one thing that you want to get into a routine with. So one thing that I've chosen is, is exercise. I wanted to get into a good home exercise routine. Now I have so many ways of getting exercise in normally. I do belong to a gym. I also have a gym in my apartment complex. My apartment complex also actually has Peloton bikes. So I literally have no excuse as to why I can't work out except when the pandemic happens and all of my gyms and fitness things close and I'm like, okay, now what? So I took this as an opportunity to try to get into a really good home exercise routine because once quarantine is over, I'm probably not gonna work out from home like this, like I am now, but it's a good tool to have in my toolkit because, you know, a hammer doesn't work for everything. Sometimes you need a screwdriver, right? So it's happened before where I'm, you know, in, I need, I know I need to exercise, but the idea of going to the gym, it just seems too far. And as terrible as it sounds, even the idea of going downstairs just kind of seems annoying. I don't want to have to like change, you know, my clothes or put sneak, whatever, whatever it may be. But now I have this really great thing that I can do at home anytime, anywhere, any place because it's, it's right, it's, it's, it's so much easier. And I'm not saying I'm going to work out, you know, like I said, in my apartment all the time, but if I'm in a situation where I know I don't wanna go all the way to the gym and I know I just, you know, the idea of, of going downstairs and committing to a significant chunk of time down there isn't something that I wanna do. I just want something quick and easy and something that I could do, you know, at the drop of a hat or in between phone calls or in between appointments or whatever. Now I have such a comfort level with that. So. That's something that I didn't have before. So I would, you know, take a look at your exercise routine or any routine really and, and, and develop a very good stable ritual with that. And uh, again, once quarantine is over, you might not use that habit or that ritual in the exact same way that you're doing it now, but it's a good tool to have in your toolkit. And if you do wanna do exercise, this is like the perfect time because all the streaming services, you know, are free right now. They all have great free trials. I've tried so many of them. There's amazing ones out there. And uh, one thing, so one thing is, and I have my fiance to thank for this, uh, he's a he's a trainer, so that makes it obviously a little bit easier. We've been working out together, but you know, like those bands that you see people using. I've seen people using them, and honestly, I had no frigging idea how to use them. They look easy when the person's like, "Oh, let me just attach this to the door and this to the window, and you know, whatever it may be." I never really knew how to use them, but. Now in quarantine, we've been using them quite a bit. So now I actually know how to use them myself, which is really cool. So again, use this opportunity to develop these skills and routines and habits that you didn't have before. And then once quarantine is over, you'll walk away with such a stronger and stable foundation. 
So just to recap, don't restrict. Restriction breeds overindulgence. And we have this really interesting social parallel going on right now that you can uh, that you can use as an example to really understand how that feels. So instead, take inventory of, you know, just for example, the things you're eating that maybe aren't the best and see how many times it's happening and just reduce it. That's the easiest place to start and it's effective, I promise you. Number two, try to, you know, learn a skill that maybe you didn't have down before so much, you know, like learn a new recipe, learn to cook, whatever it may be. Um, if you can kind of like learn this new skill and then or, or develop this new routine, whatever it may be, once quarantine is over, you'll have such a more stable, strong foundation with it. And then lastly, try to find different ways of doing things um, so that once, you know, life is kind of back to normal, you're going to have more tools in your toolkit, you know. So now I have, you know, an exercise routine for when I do want to go to the gym. I have an exercise routine for when I can, you know, spend a significant amount of time, you know, downstairs in my apartment complex. And now I have something that I could do really quickly in between clients that I don't even have to really like leave my apartment for, which I'd never had that in the past. So like I said, this is not an ideal situation. I get that. We all get that. But if you can walk away with some really great skills, what an amazing use of your time. And it's possible because like I said, 85% of our clients have been losing weight during this quarantine. So if it's possible for them, it is 100% possible for you. All right. I hope this was helpful. If you enjoyed this podcast, give us a like and subscribe. Give us a good review if you don't mind. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Nutrishmish. All right. I'll catch you next time. Later.